If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Duke Nukem. And when I'm not out slaying aliens and saving Earth's babes, I'm listening to Podcast Unlocked. Hail to the podcast, baby. Podcast Unlocked. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, the 254th edition for July 13th, 2016. Pound No. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. I'm Ryan McCaffrey, the uh, well-dressed Destin Legary. Hi, everybody. Not a palindrome, though. No. You're I a human no. palindrome. Well-dressed you're Destin Legary. You're, you're the same either direction, so you're a human palindrome. Thank, human thank palindrome. you. <laughs> you're one of the symmetricals. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I call handsome one people of now symmetricals. That's kind That's of insult what makes them, them handsome <laughs> slash attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marty Sleva, hi. Hi. One of the symmetricals. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. putting yourself in that group. Mm-hmm. See, okay. I see, but now the hair, you've got mm-hmm. things going on on mm-hmm. one side that aren't going on Both on the halves other. of my liver are just as damaged. Well, that's yeah. definitely true. That's some handsome symmetry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back from Dayonanda, Alana oh, Pierce. I was like, Dayonanda? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Hi. Uh, are you with us yet, or are you just still mentally in uh, I'm still a little bit the southern likes, hemisphere? Yeah, mostly. Mostly here. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah, hanging out. A uh, lot of puppy pictures, a lot of dog pictures I yeah. saw from you. That appeared to be all you did um, for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, so as soon as I got home, I was always really worried that my dog won't remember home. me. I like that. I was really worried <laughs> that my dog wouldn't remember me, and then I walked in the door and she went crazy. And You then, thought your dog wouldn't remember you? Yeah. Why? Nice. For a really long time, and she's really young. No, dogs aren't like that. I wasn't sure. I've never yeah. been away for a dog for that long. Um, but then as soon as I got home, she just like went back to following me around and sleeping <laughs> on top of me. And me having to fight her for blankets because she just sleeps wherever the hell she wants. But yeah, it was the best. It was really hot. Are you rocking a Halo Reach shirt? I am. Nice. Yeah. Another uh, pro of going home was that I brought a bunch of shirts. The back least with good me. Halo. But I really like the shirt. Also, Halo Reach is a really good game. It's I mean, not. it's a it's a Free good game. It's a bad Halo game. Being the I, worst Halo is just like <laughs> it's still like being like a solid seven or eight. Well, yeah. Yeah. Story-wise, Halo Reach or Halo 5? Which one oh, did you like the least? Oh, the ca- like, so overall, Reach mm-hmm. is the worst game, in my opinion. Because Halo 5's multiplayer is phenomenal. Right, we're going to get to that, because yeah. there's uh, some cool news about that. Yes. But no, uh, campaign-wise, 5 is way lower down the, down the toilet right. bowl than, right. uh, 
than Reach's is. Just play ODST, everybody. Yes. That's still a great ODST game. is excellent. Absolutely. Also one Five. and two. Also one and two. Yeah. Also three and four. It's just hey, pretty good. Halo's a good game. Yeah, hey, just Halo's in general. Down, huh? He did yeah. a pretty good job Turns on that series. we like Halo. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Uh, all right. Hope everybody enjoyed the Inside Spoiler Cast last week. You need to play that game. I'm going to play it this weekend. Don't watch the Spoiler Cast yet. Uh, no, I won't. Heads up. <laughs> I was not going to. Um, I'm going to play it in between Pokemon Go. I will find time. Can so you play Inside Outside? Oh, my God. You could. <laughs> could I? I mean, yeah, with a laptop while I'm like Pokemon going. If we can time? stream Pokemon Go outside, you can play, <laughs> play inside, inside outside. outside. <laughs> Marty, have you Phoenix, have you card. thought about that? Do you have any new theories that have percolated up in your brain? Yeah, you sent that week? Reddit thread. I'm not gonna say anything, but you sent that Reddit thread to Goldfarb and I, and I was reading it. Um, and yeah, man, that game is deep. I also yeah. think there's still something in that game people haven't found yet. Hmm. You I think hope. so? I don't know. I hope. Because I feel like people would have found it by now. But yeah, well, the were, internet's crazy. There were little details in Limbo that people didn't find for a while. Yeah, there was that like weird hell level, that like all dark level that I think people didn't find for a while. Yeah, so. I had no idea about that. The yeah. entire game's pretty dark. <laughs> this one's real dark. Real dark. Yeah, it's just like the double dark. Is that, is that like the, the, KFC, double du- the KFC double dark? KFC double dark. That's what your heart is after you go to a KFC. Yeah. So Inside's like the kind of game that when you finish it, you want to talk about it for a real yes. Like Oxenfree? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, definitely like Oxenfree. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so down. Excellent. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you do not already at youtube.com slash IGN Unlocked for that spoiler cast and a whole bunch more. Mm-hmm. Everything that we do, yeah. basically, and more. Yeah. Because we're going to start playing video games as just us. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Once Dumb Comic Con's over, um, I want to set up a plan to start playing all the games that we continually talk about. And we're going to start playing Mass Effect soon. Destin and I have been making up a plan for that. Destin made it more complicated, but it's fine because it's going to be a better product overall. I, had to stop I do that playing. with everything. <laughs> yeah. But I'm no, like, it's going to happen. We, our stuff needs to look better. We'll do a Duck Dynasty one. No, we won't. Yeah, we will. definitely <laughs> review that on the YouTube Well, the short list you is... You do it yourself. Go definitely for it. definitely do that. Blinks, the Time Sweeper, short list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mass Effect, of course, because yeah. you've never played it. Mm-hmm. I just and finished it last night, actually. Mass Effect the, 1 again. For how many times? How many uh, times it's, do I don't even know, like 20th. Yeah. Many, oh, many so times. So you get to play it, but wow. you had to have me pump the brakes on playing it? I'm Three helping men. produce the show. i got to remember all those beats <laughs> that we need to hit when you play through. And, that's yeah. a good excuse. Fable. Fable. Fable we Fable. can definitely hit. Uh, I want to hit Breakdown, one of my favorite original X, like yeah. super cult classic. It's the best you know game with first-person vomiting. Yes. Mm-hmm. First person vomiting is uh, pretty much the Twitter friendly summary of that game. Yeah, no, it's actually really good. It's by Can we have full play of brute force uh, from I want no an, an unnamed team within Namco. Oh, that was like it. they oh, okay. they were never. It wasn't yeah. like team whatever. Okay, like EAD with a Nintendo. It's just yeah. developed by Namco, published by Namco. Oh, interesting. So it's, a, it's a faceless game that it was a creator of Pac Man. After Pac-Man, he's like, what do I do next? Well, First person oh! vomiting. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like the opposite of Pac-Man. Exactly. Yeah, Instead yeah, of Pac-Man. consuming. That's what happens. Yeah. That's Pac-Man after he eats all those ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really a first-person Pac-Man, Pac-Man the a, morning after. It's like a first-person, uh, but it's like a beat-em-up. A first-person beat-em-up. But there's a famous scene. Well, hmm. it, I mean, but it's, it's actually got this incredible sci-fi story. Yeah. It's one of my legit favorite science fiction game stories. Yeah. I just meant, I say first-person beat-em-up because it's like melee. Combat. Yeah, that's the kind. First-person, which is strange. There are that guns, but they're the least interesting. Almost mirror's, mirrors edge-like edge. in that right. it's the least interesting part of the really game. But them, yeah. I would like yeah. to play 
malice with one of you guys to talk about how that game went from a potential like spokesperson for Xbox to being surprisingly bad. Yeah, you know, it was just like wow, like what happened with the this product? We should that came in a lot. Didn't they kind of do that with Perfect Dark Zero? Like, I would have thought that Joanna Dark could have been an icon for Xbox, like almost mm-hmm. a tumor. Well, they, they tried to sort of crowbar her in there. I mean, I think they were trying to... They wanted to launch, launch, launch window. Play Perfect Dark she fell into that launch window trap, you know, yeah. where they're like, look at her nail... I remember during the press conference, they're like, look at how good her nail polish is and they everything. They like sexualized then, her a little bit. And, yeah. yeah. Whereas the first game never did that. Not at all. Mm-hmm. She was just like really th- cool and efficient. Yeah. I think they were trying to... Yeah. Um, did you say a business lady? No, she's businessy. Except she had a laptop. She had a laptop that turned into a, a century gun. A laptop. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they were trying to position that game as a Halo for. Um, oh yeah, the three sixty at the time. Uh, the there, multiplayer was. There was I enjoyed the multiplayer of uh, even zero. zero. Yeah, I mean, it was the first sort of game that did that because it was a launch window game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I really didn't enjoy the campaign. Yeah, I feel like. With I the, what are the issues rough. with that? I know, I've, like, I didn't play it for whatever reason, despite it's just loving Buffy. Clunky. Stuff. Yeah, I I played yeah. it at launch, but not since. I remember it being a bit long, like just sort of a little. You know, plotting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was also the thing where the levels were the levels and missions and objectives were super poorly designed, and so they implemented this system where it would just be a yellow arrow on the ground telling you where to go, and so it was like their way of getting around the fact that everything was, poorly, was poorly designed, designed. and so it's like, well, here's your yellow brick road. Yeah, it's not like not the good. it's not oh, like the breadcrumbs. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the breadcrumbs, which are like a smart like get lost and go to your stuff, and then if you want to get back on the main path, here's how you do it. It's like no, it was just and it was but, a bandit on a bullet one. Besides yeah. the remaster, we haven't heard from Perfect Dark in a long time. No. No. Nor yeah. will we probably ever again. That's unfortunate because, you know, one release that was poorly received, uh, kind of just we never hear from it again because you, of it. You do have to remember, I mean, Phil talks a lot about the portfolio and making Rare. sure all the, all the gaps are filled in. And the Xbox portfolio, the first-party portfolio, does not need another first-person shooter in it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. It just doesn't. It's I mean, you, like we haven't heard from Phil. I understand that. Yeah, you would 100% make, I would think, uh, I would think Phil, based on what he said before, would make a Banjo game long before yeah. he would, yeah. especially because a Banjo game would probably cost a fifth of what developing a new Perfect Dark yeah. game would cost. It's also with the way that Perfect Dark was, I don't know if that's... The shooter that people want in 2016. I yeah, think they banked on they banked on Tomb Raider instead. You know, with the female lead and yeah. everything. And then I guess I could see a game like Perfect Dark, another female lead. I mean, I would love to see more of that, but I don't know. Maybe they just were like, "Well, we have this Tomb Raider IP. Let's do it." We should hit. We should add Psychonauts to our yeah. our unlocked plays list to the yeah. original Psychonauts. Unfortunately, that's not one of my gaps. I've not never playable. On an Xbox platform no. now, whereas of course they did just re-release it on, it on PS4. PS4. Yeah. Now, is, wait, do you know Marty is the is the PS4 version that's out? Is it a port of the not so great PS2 version, or is it a port of the PC good version. PC version? Yeah, because I downloaded it and started playing it, and I was like, oh, this looks really good. This looks like a little bit better than I remembered. Okay, yeah. good. Psychonauts uh, was Xbox One, right? Original Xbox. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah, gee. We all Xbox. do it. Yeah. We all yeah. do it. Yeah, we well, should there... just make a list of stuff that we want to play. If anyone wants to suggest stuff or ask for stuff that we've spoken about before, uh, leave it in a comment or mm-hmm. on the YouTube channel or email us. What's the email address? Unlocked at IGN.com. Yeah. Also Very about Joanna Dark, there were rumors about her. She was one of the characters rumored to be added to um, Killer Instinct. That would be cool. I just, I really like her as a character. I collect figures, and one of the rarest ones I own, which is ironic because it's rare, uh, is this Joanna (laughs) Dark figure that I was watching on eBay for like six months and nobody bought it. And finally was like, it was really expensive, but got it and haven't seen it anywhere else since. And it's just like, it's so cool. And her design is really cool. 
I wouldn't even mind an excuse to play KOTOR 1 again, even though yeah. I don't have that kind of time. Let's play Perfect Dark. I think, I think the <laughs> well, original... Yeah. Yeah. Rare replay. I think the original Knights of the Old Republic is probably still my favorite role-playing game of all time. Wow. Yeah. It's it was there for me. incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gameplay is great. The story... The characters are amazing, and the story is so good. Though. It's 40 hours. Yeah. It is, is, that, is the iPad version any good? I don't know. I haven't looked at it. Yeah. That's a, like that's that would a good be, question. I'd be able to stomach playing a 40-hour game I'd already played I mean, if I could do it on my iPad. Yeah, it is... The combat's turn-based, so... That's... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's all a little friendlier for for a touch situation. Rather I, than I realized, I really like space games because I'm really excited about like Mass Effect One is one of my favorite games. Yeah. Just a Mass Effect franchise. Uh, I'm really excited about No Man's Sky. Uh, Halo is one of my favorite franchises. Do you they just all like are sci-fi like in general. I think it's just Movies sci-fi well. space. Your head's you know, in the clouds, or like or like uh, stars, androids, and stuff like that. Yeah, and I don't know why. Because like I don't like space Skyrim cool. as much as I like Fallout. Oh no, I'm the same with that. You know? really See, I'm strongly. the opposite. Yeah. I like yeah, I like then, Elder yeah. Scrolls more than I like Fallout. I think hmm. that's actually a very interesting discussion. Like, I usually prefer fantasy, but I way prefer hmm. Fallout to Skyrim. And hmm. people usually are split. Nobody's ever fifty-fifty on that, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's true. Either, either or, or. Yeah, not that I, I dislike why. Fallout at all, but I just mm-hmm. really vast. Like, I I put about uh, forty hours into Fallout Three compared to one hundred and seventy-five into Oblivion, uh, eighty that's into great. Skyrim. But then I I've burned out after like twenty five hours on Fallout Four. Yeah, I'm still playing Fallout Four. I gotta get back to it. Mine's mine's the opposite though. I put yeah. like three hundred hours in Fallout Three yeah. and then like sixty in Skyrim. Yeah. So it's, okay, on I on Fallout Four, I burnt out after the fourth ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, Marty has that soon. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking it's just weird. And yeah, I haven't played Fallout or Skyrim, but I feel like I gravitate more towards sci-fi movies and books and more towards fantasy games, at least stuff like Fable and old JRPGs and stuff. Hmm. I don't know how that works. I mean, what counts as sci-fi? Like games like Prototype, that counts as sci-fi, right? Definitely, it's a loose I don't like sci-fi. That Pro- I like Pro- I like Prototype One. I loved Prototype. I think Prototype One was the one I, I preferred. A hundred, a yeah. thousand games. Currently. What was the argument? It was Prototype versus Infamous, right? Yeah, there were. Yeah, I was in Prototype Camp. Oh, you guys are insane. So I, I understand. Don't me into this. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I played Prototype as the it was like the excuse for Infamous before I had a PlayStation Three. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it was like oh. Infamous looks awesome. I know mm-hmm. I would like it, but I don't have it. Oh, Stock so the Hedgehog is great. I don't have a Super Nintendo. This will be fine. The thing that was laughable about Infamous was Second those morality ago. choices. It's just like, I could help that cat, or I could kill it, bury it, and then urinate on its <laughs> grave. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, just was, help the cat. Like, why was, would you do those other terrible really brave things? of uh, Sucker Punch to let us urinate on a cat's grave. <laughs> those were basically the options. I was like, I could help this guy and feed those people. Or I could murder him, his whole family, <laughs> and the people I was going to help. That's also every Bethesda game, isn't it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I would argue that, but we could get real deep into Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think Fallout, a lot of the choices aren't all that black and white. Especially in 4. Welcome yeah, to Bethesda three also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Fallout's really great about having that gray area with your Especially options. with the way that you uh, solve a problem. Like, you always mm. have more than one option, and yeah. the options can be... No, that difficult. But seriously, speaking of morality, you really need to play Mass Effect. Ryan, there's a railroad. Like Ryan, 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 there's a railroad in Fallout Four. Do you feel like we should get back on track? I actually really like this, though. We've you, just that was a good college try. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Minutes just talking about games, and I like that. Yeah, no, no it's 
It's what almost what as if, if we had a podcast all of, and we didn't have a script at all. We just talk about <laughs> the whole time. Like, well, that'd be podcast beyond. That's what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all, or three red lights. Yeah, or, yeah pretty much. Whatever this was before when I got it turned here. into a lost podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll come this right is, back. We got a lot of Xbox stories to cover. It's actually it's all Xbox specific news, uh, with one exception. But just across the board, some cool things, some strange things, etc. So we'll talk about all of it right after this. All right, we're back with some news. Let's start with Gamescom. I know we're not even to Comic-Con yet. And we E3 just... 2.0. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, Destin. That's how Microsoft has traditionally treated Gamescom. They've said, it, we, it is like our E3 continued. Yeah? What? You got that look on, in your face. Were no, you... what? You, you know just what game go... I played at Gamescom uh, last year? Uh, <laughs> That's not where I thought I you were crack going. Crackdown yeah, 3. Crackdown 3. I, me too. Like, it's gonna be I'm really uh, disappointed now. No. Instead, you went back to the Crackdown well. Yeah. Also, uh, you know what game's not going to be the same as the game you played last year at Gamescom? <laughs> crackdown 3. Well, on that oh, note, no, that so game's going to be awesome. We're getting ahead of ourselves, and it's Microsoft is not doing a Gamescom press conference. Now, they'll... They'll still be there. That, they're having a fan fest, which is similar to what they did for uh, fans at E3. So, are they doing any live product whatsoever? Not to Doesn't our knowledge. Like I mean, they might be streaming stuff. A lot of times they did the show people. like from the floor last year. So, uh, if there's no press conference, I think is it safe to to guess at this point that that means there won't they won't have any major announcements if they're not having a press conference. Yeah, right? I imagine it's just going to be maybe new updated builds of everything we saw at E3. I don't yeah. think there's going to be game reveals. I don't think... Uh, That's a bummer. I was really hoping for a bunch of new stuff. Or at least the second half of E3 or something. Yeah, it does seem odd. Like I guess maybe their focus is on the new hardware at the moment. Yeah, I guess it's... They kind of... Like blew their wad at E3 this year with Xbox One S, yeah. the Scorpio announcement. They definitely uh, could have announced games. less stuff mm-hmm. at E3, not, but isn't that really just dragging it out? Not well, even joking. I just, I want to see Crackdown again. Like I'm well, not saying that as a joke. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, me too. But, yeah. Aaron Greenberg, our friend at Microsoft, mm-hmm. put up a blog post that says, uh, "While we will not be hosting a media briefing this year, we're planning a new and world—pardon uh, me—more intimate Xbox Fan Fest experience for our fans across Europe and worldwide attending Gamescom 2016." Greenberg's post also confirms that attendees will be able to go hands-on with Gears of War 4, Forza Horizon 3, Halo Wars 2, Recore, Sea of Thieves, We Happy Few, Everspace. And Cuphead, among others. Man, I really hope these are new builds. Like, if this is yeah. all the same stuff that was at E3. Because uh, we're, Alana and Except I. Except for Halo Wars 2. All of this is playable. Uh, Halo Wars 2 was playable. Was it? Yeah. At E3. I, I, we, oh, at E3, yeah. yeah. I did. The beta was I played out. it. Yeah. And there was the public beta. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was um, too. You're right. <laughs> and, like, most of this stuff is going to be at Comic Con next week. And it's going to be the same, again, the same builds as E3. So right. if they hit three major shows in a row with the same builds of games, that's super disappointing. Yeah. We played uh, Everspace a while back. And I actually think people that are into space stuff, as we were talking about before, yes. will really like space it. Space combat. Yeah, Shooter, space right. combat. Uh, I thought it was really, really cool. They demonstrated, like, there was this meteor or something, and they shot it apart and then cut it through the middle, and then they drifted apart. I really thought stuff like that was neat and um, I played Recall yeah. at E3 and was really disappointed by it oh. um, I was expecting it to be like Jet Force Gemini that's what I wanted it to be like mm-hmm. uh, and you know the, the cinematic trailer that we had last year or the story trailer yes looked like it had a lot of heart but actually mm-hmm. playing it it's even just, this year too 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just constantly shooting. Um, yeah. Just a lot of shooting and everything is just like a bullet sponge and, you know, the shooting's not very fun. Um, I was really disappointed by it. So if it's a different build, I'd love to see platforming and more exploration. Yeah, my, I mean, wasn't my take on ReCore from E3 was that it just felt... Like, I was playing off of a, off of a PC mm-hmm. and not, not an Xbox, and it, even off of a, you know, higher horsepower PC, it still felt a little rough. Yeah. And for a game that's the first of the big... You know, it's coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, so only two months. It's like it the really beginning hard. of September for that game. Yeah. So... It's not too far away, but I'm still cautiously. Uh, cautious, exactly. Thank yeah. you, Marty. Yeah, I'd like to see more. If we get a different build, that would be awesome. But the big thing that jumped out at me here is, okay, you know, hopefully Marty's right, and there are going to be new builds of all this stuff. But the one not on the list is, in fact, Crackdown, Crackdown 3, 3. Mm-hmm. which was their sort of star game at last year's Gamescom mm-hmm. that you were at, Destin. Yeah, they I need to Destin show. played it. Yes, I have. You played it. Huh. I don't know if I've mentioned <laughs> that. Uh, if only one of us had actually played it and could speak to it. Seriously, though, did no. any of you guys go behind closed doors and check it out? It was so cool. Why like, wasn't at games? The reason I keep bringing it up is because it is phenomenal. Like just being able to like look at a building and take it all the way down. Yeah. That mechanic, if they have even an, a little bit of that in the campaign, it's going to be a really cool game. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we might have talked about it after E3, but. If, it, if it's actually not at Gamescom, because after E3 we thought, oh, okay, well, it'll be at Gamescom. And they had said it's a 2017 game. Yeah. They stealth announced it right it got the, delayed right after the press right conference. Right after the press yeah, conference. I was just bringing that up. So, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, if it's not at Gamescom, I'll be ready to jump on board with the people that said, oh, it's going to be sort of their fall game. Their fall, like big, mm. you know, Scorpio, positioned as a big Scorpio showcase. Type. Yeah, especially of with course, all the yeah. Oh, cloud stuff. Yeah, that of course it'll sense. work on Xbox One as everything, you know, Microsoft has promised everything will, but mm-hmm. yeah, I could see it. figure out when fall is. Oh, uh, spring, October, September to the end of the year. Okay, so you think that'll be next year? <laughs> yes, next holiday. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, because especially it doesn't need to come out in spring since we have Halo Wars and then maybe Sea of Thieves. We'll, we'll talk about that, that afterwards. In a yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like that could be a, a, a summer, late summer. Cause wasn't the original Crackdown a summer game? I, don't know. Uh, I remember playing it during so. the summer. Maybe I just played it. I'm fine with that. Well, yeah, I came out American with the, it summer, came out with the Halo summer. beta, so that would make sense. Halo Reach beta, no, right? At, at Gamescom last year, they said that there would be a crackdown beta in summer of this year. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That beta was so great. Wait, it didn't happen. No, it's, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's also wait, not going to time warp in my living in. A lot of time playing that. Yeah, yeah. So it is July, and we haven't heard anything. So even they have August. Ryan, I feel like you're the perfect. The beta is available now. They sometimes do announce things earlier than this, though, right? Like I feel like they're waiting a long time to announce Crackdown, or they they haven't even said it's coming out next year or whatever. They like, did. Well, they, they did. It got delayed until 2017. Stealth, oh, I thought they said it was stealthily. last year. Didn't I thought they said it was delayed until this year? No, no, no. Uh, re- literally, right after the E3 press conference this year, they released a blog oh. post. They updated the Crackdown. Crackdown. Like, it was something website. that. Yeah. I missed a lot on holidays. All right. So it's okay. Go on holidays immediately. That's no, okay. You should have been on our post so show. That, okay, so that is an announcement at the very least. So we have. Something. I know the Crackdown team is really good about keeping you updated on Twitter. Like they constantly are posting updates. They're doing little contests. Like, hey, send in what you think. Yeah, you know, Crackdown Three LB and yeah, stuff but Crackdown like that. that's also a prime example. Like so many games across the industry have something that was announced way too early. Oh, this was it's two years it's ago. Absolutely. Everybody's guilty of that. Oh yeah, absolutely. totally. That's not a that's a Microsoft, a Sony, a third party. In fact, they announced it arguably, and then we played it at Gamescom, and then just nothing. They just went silent. Just, after I that. I guess just because of Fable Legends, I'm now nervous about it. I'm like, please don't yeah, just play I, it I until wouldn't. it doesn't come out. Yeah, it's no, Crackdown, I'm, so I know it's different, and I kind of feel like no matter what, I'm going to love it. 
because I love Crackdown one and two, but it's like mm-hmm. just, just I just let it actually I hope out. it has a well. It's the Crackdown one team, so and that's a lot of it. I, yeah, it's a lot David of it. Jones. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Prefer Crackdown one, right? I yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Crackdown one is not great. even. I wasn't yeah. sure if that was everyone or just me. Yeah, I I do hope uh, that for all the multiplayer cloud based destruction stuff, I hope it does have a really focused good single-player campaign. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what made Crackdown 1 great. I mean, yeah, the co-op was cool in that game, but uh, I hope they don't make it all about the multiplayer destruction stuff. Yeah. Hopefully that's just going to be what provides the long tail for the mm-hmm. game, but there'll still be a fully-fledged campaign with orbs all over the place that yeah. I can go find. I'm yeah, definitely... A, I enjoyed that so much. Like, that and GTA San Andreas, fan. I spent so much time collecting just random floaty things. Probably still... Oh, I ran around and did that so that you could jump higher, yeah, and then, like, course. you could climb to the top well, of that one building like, and jump off of it for the I, achievement. Yeah. yeah, and that's... that's. I was just gonna say, that's probably still my the most memorable achievement I've mm-hmm. ever gotten on, on 360 was... <laughs> The one you get for reaching the highest yeah. point, which you, of course, have to power yourself way up to get. Yep. And then to jump, jump off, off and it. land in the water. So you had to actually yeah. nail your jump. You had to jump far enough out that you would clear the building yeah. down below and then hit the water. And then you get it. It's like, yes. Yeah. But it was only yeah. probably like a 25-point achievement. It wasn't even like, like a big closest I had to do thing, it twice. The closest thing to that game sensation of like constantly having a dangling a carrot in front of you in yes. the open world might be uh, Sunset Overdrive. Destiny. Yeah. No, I think that's fair in an open world. Uh, okay. okay. Um, Get out. Everything doesn't have to be about Destiny. <laughs> uh, no, just the game's movement and the game's... Uh, the fact that like your mobility grows as you grow as a player and as a character. Um, it, it sort of scratched that same itch that the original Crackdown did for me. Yeah. Also, go play Sunset Overdrive, you animals. Please go play Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, I feel Overdrive. like I didn't like the uh, collectibles in Sunset Overdrive as much. I don't know why. I think Maybe it's because there was a very big variety of them. Like, the stuff that you would have to collect was all very different stuff. Like, I think there was, like, shoes that would be on power lines. <laughs> Dangling. Yep, exactly. So there was, like, a lot of different kinds of things. And Even the orbs. The orbs were different colors. Yeah, they did have different out. colors. But, I guess but you could pick the ones you wanted to go for. So, like, if you didn't care about your I don't kick know power. I really don't know. Now I want to go play Sunset Overdrive again. I want to go play Crackdown. It's a very good game. I want to go play Banjo. All very good. Yes. <laughs> also very good. All of these. <laughs> uh, all right. So good. if you are attending Gamescom, as about three to 400,000 of you do every it year. It is so packed. It is a ridiculously are you going, huge Justin? Yeah. You are? I, I don't think any of us are. Nope. No. Nope. Really? Yeah. We I, have, we have a team. I think some of you are. Nope. None of us nope. are going to get some. Not of, none, you no sure? Else. Yes. Yeah, we're sure. All right. We would know if we're going to Germany <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, I just found out yesterday. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, editorial yeah. Has, has everything yeah. buttoned up. Uh, okay. Well, I was in the meeting, I was in the meeting where we decided who's going. So <laughs> okay. I'm sure I'm not yeah. going. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, if you're going to Gamescom, as uh, many, many people do, get ready for that Xbox Fan Fest, and you'll get a shot to play all builds of all of these, mm-hmm. uh, which... If you haven't played them all, it'll be you'll be a kid in a candy store. Yeah, and like we always say, if you're going to Gamescom and you see any IGNers there, say hi. Please, and if you're going to San Diego and you see any of us there, say hi. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Introduce yourself. Yeah, we're say not greets. scary. Greets. We only respond to greets now. <laughs> if you say anything else, it will be taken as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> Just suddenly, you're wearing a white glove. You pull it off and slap them across the face. Yeah. With it. Wait, well, where did that come from? Greets forever. Greets forever. <laughs> all right. Uh, Xbox Australia, I'm looking at you, Alana. She has a game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I used to work for them. Uh, Well, someone over there is getting in trouble. Xbox Australia, on their Twitter account, confirmed that Sea of Thieves would be releasing in February 2017. (gasps) 
And then the USA team was like, uh, no, maybe just don't, not, let's not say that yet. Mm-hmm. Their how, tweet was, how ship wrecked, R-E-K-T, as the kids like to say these days. Children do say that. Sea of Thieves is coming to Xbox One February 2017 with a gif of, or a picture of whatever, some Sea of Thieves art. Uh, so we ran that story because that was as official as official gets. It's a verified account. It's Xbox team. And then uh, our friend Aaron Greenberg, again, it's the welcome to the Aaron Greenberg. If you say his name one more time, he's will he appear through the television. Welcome to Greenberg. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> what has he done this week? <laughs> uh, he actually tweeted me back saying, love seeing excitement for Sea of Thieves, but we have not announced a launch date yet. So, yeah, that is 100% somebody on that social media team down under is mm. getting in trouble. Yeah. Correct. Um, also, February would be weird because they already have a game for February. Correct. Yeah. They already have Halo Wars 2 in February. It'd be real dumb to release two games in the same month. Seemingly. Yeah. I mean, they're different audiences and everything, but both being first-party published games. Yeah. Maybe... I kind of expect it to be like a May game. Think so? Yeah. I mean, I feel like Sea of Thieves would be the perfect, like, get out of school for the summer. Or winter. Winter. (laughs) And uh, be able to play that all summer. Yeah. Or winter. So does the song go, school's out for winter? Is that how the game goes? Well, school also goes <laughs> out Alice Cooper. for summer, though. Our, our biggest break is uh, December to February. In Game of Thrones, they say summer is coming. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem that bad. What makes you think that Game hey. of Thrones is set in the Northern Hemisphere? My jingoism. Oh, yeah, my, cool. my deep-seated that'll materialism. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah. My fear of the rest of the world. I'm afraid he's got you there, Alana. <laughs> it's like you think that we don't have winter and we just have two summers, so you're just replacing like, You have two song. summers? Well, we may. I want to go the there. the sons of Tatooine that rides on the horizon. So anyway. No wonder you have giant <laughs> spiders. It's because they just feed all year long. They don't hibernate like other giant animals do. We do still have spiders out in winter because I was there in winter and my stepdad walked into a spider web and I was That's yeah. awful. So the spider, <laughs> just totally derailed us, uh, had all of this stuff in its web, like tons and tons of just stuff Just lunch, in it. a and fish. It would only be there at nighttime though. During Four the day, birds. It would take all of the stuff out of its web would be gone, the spider would be gone and then it would come back a out cat. at night again. Yeah. So it was like the spider was only present at nighttime. It's a nocturnal catch spider. stuff, eat it all and then hide. That's Where did terrifying. it go at night? I mean during the day, where was it? Goes back in his trash can. In your pockets. <gasps> Maybe it was your in bed? my pockets. I don't yeah. know. It was huge. Is on Chelsea? Terrifying. Maybe. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Chelsea goes no. back to its house at 420 Sycamore Street. <laughs> so anyway, um, February would seem odd as if already penciled in Halo Wars two. For then we already said that. <laughs> See if thieves may come out at some point. I don't really understand how a PR Safety. team, Xbox Welcome Australia, back, <laughs> announces something like this and just. Like, how does that happen? Goes off message. How to does be, that happen? To be perfectly fair, yeah. IGN is a global thing, and we've done the same thing. Oh, yeah. Many times. That's how it happens. Oh, yeah, I guess. It's, we've been a part of that. Every one of us has been a part of that. I don't yeah. think you've had to suffer through that yet, but you will. Hmm. Great. Yeah, I mean, we've had sales, stuff like that. Yeah. It Where happens. The it's a, there's a lot of cogs in a machine. And, yeah. Yeah. So, but, I mean, it, I suppose. that team is pretty small. Seems like the PR team should be unified, though. I don't know. That's weird. Well, I know that the unified. social stuff <laughs> is... That social stuff is run by a different company to yeah? the people who run the PR stuff. So it's the Twitter feed is run by a different company. Straight from the source. Right hand not talking to the left. Now we know. That's what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah. it's like maybe they just miscommunicated. I don't know. It happens. But, you know, that's a just very it, non-triumphant way to announce release date. Yeah, yeah. in any case, I mean, we can definitely take And then take saying this. it's not true is a bummer. Yeah. yeah, we can definitely... Well, he didn't say it's not true. He was just like, uh, we'll talk later. Microsoft does not comment on our own rumors day. and speculation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So uh, you can certainly take this that the game's not coming out this year, which we weren't expecting it to anyway, but 
probably, you know, first, first half of next year is a likely likely uh, yeah. expectation for mm-hmm. CFE. You know what other game's not coming out this year? Talk to me. Halo 5, because it came out last year. <laughs> That's how you segue, Dustin. <laughs> Take some notes. Speaking of Mop which... The Halo 5 player numbers are the highest since Halo 3, which is growing since Halo 5's launch. And apparently this is before they made the game temporarily free. Yeah, because obviously you're going to get a surge over that holiday weekend. When I didn't realize it was free, free over the 4th of July. Yeah, Super cool. yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. Everyone once in a while, everything. They just That's made crazy. Yeah. Every once in a while they do that, yeah. Just anyone they, can download they it. They just turn on free access to it, and then they shut off the privileges at the end of the weekend. And yeah. it, if you have it installed, it'll be like, hey, you want to buy this? No? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't play Is it. Is that the first time they've done that? No, they did it with uh, Sunset Overdrive way back. I remember huh. that. I remember that, tweeting that out yep. and being like, hey, burn through that this weekend. Yeah. Okay, realistically, why don't they do that for almost every game? Uh, would If your game was selling huge... You just why you, you wouldn't need you to, wouldn't need to. and I'm not say, I'm not being critical of Halo Five or back then Sunset Overdrive, but you know if you want to just give it a little a little yeah. kickstart, then sure, why not just open it up and let people it play? You know what they could do with every game? Do. Have a demo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean that's more or less what this is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I know. maybe even yeah. part of the issue with the demo is that people can decide they don't like it before they spend money on it as well. Yeah. So I feel like more people are going to decide it. they do like something than. You're gonna you're gonna attract more potential buyers than scare. And you're away. gonna turn away. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. But surely there's a reason that they don't do it. They gotta have they data have that backs up not doing demos. Yeah, you know? that's what I would think. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, fantastic to hear about the Halo Five community. Yeah, this yes. is this honestly this seriously warmed my heart that that's the Halo 5's player base continues to grow because it they completely deserve it. Uh, it's I think it's the what are you giggling about this over guy's, there? Is this this guy's actual last name? Dudinsky. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. It's a really good last name. His yeah. middle name is Bravo. No, that's not a middle name. It's his a... real middle name. <laughs> and you paid more attention to Dudinsky. Yeah. So anyway, the Halo community. In college, community... everyone's like, it was, it's the Duder, Dudinsky. Everybody in the Halo community knows Bravo. Yeah, Marty. <laughs> Marty just eats away. Wait a minute, boss. Yeah, he said, uh, quote, this isn't something we've talked about yet, but I'm rather happy to share that even before the free play period, Halo 5 has had the highest monthly active players for a Halo title since Halo 3. Since 3. That was since like three. one of their biggest that was, Halos. Yeah. Ever. Also, was the biggest, right? uh, well, yeah, until now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also exciting is the increase that Halo 5 has seen in players each month over the past few months. Uh, as you can imagine, this is pretty darn exciting to see. I'm just glad, you know, they, we've talked about how well they've handled the post-release content plan mm-hmm. for that game. And like, in my opinion, they could not have handled it better. It's been free maps... Uh, we just got Warzone Firefight. They've continued to update the game in uh, significant ways that have cost players nothing. And it's nice to see that they're actually getting rewarded for that rather than just like, well, still nobody's playing our game. I mean, well, I feel like they have more reason to invest in it with Rex, right? Like now they're yes, just constantly totally. making money. So for those who don't know, it's effectively micro Requisition points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the rec packs. I don't understand. And they're completely the optional. You just videos. don't have yeah. to. Yeah. Do that with FIFA packs too. That's real strange. But I, they have more reason to invest in it. But the one thing that I find weird about this is I don't see anyone talking about Halo. I think the community's just oh. rolling on and it's doing its thing and it's not. I mean, you know. But it I, has to be pretty I, big. I mean, the thing is, I think the most impressive thing about this stat is that uh, it's the biggest, uh, whatever, concurrent uh, player base since Halo 3. And I have to imagine at the time Halo 3 came out, and especially at the time Halo 4 came out, the install base of the 360 was way higher than where the Xbox One is now. The 360 tapped out at like 85 million or something. Thereabouts. So, yeah. 
and the fact what Xbox One's at a little over twenty, I think. Or Less we knew around that. Yeah. I, so like, I don't know. That's just yeah, it's that really impressive. Amazing. That means the, an but attach rate so for Halo Five is much. Yeah. When Halo Three came out, everyone was talking about it. Everyone mm-hmm. was like talking about playing it. There was much less competition then. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's also true. That's also true. Across all gaming. Because not only shooters with like, I mean, now you have Call of Duty and you have Destiny and you have Overwatch, Mm -hmm. but you also have people playing Dota and League and Pokemon Go. Overwatch. Yeah. It's it's separated, but it's just, you know, I feel like with Mm. with these numbers, you would see more people or more hype being generated. So I don't see a lot of people tweeting about it, but you guys know I stream and I have about 20 people that are normally in chat. Half of them want me to play Halo 5. Huh. So I think so it's give, just, them pe- give the people what they want. Oh, I'm going them. to play. Stop Halo streaming 5. Pokemon Go. And play Halo Five. <laughs> I am going to play Halo Five, but it's just I think it's just one of those things where it's just like you call up your friends and you play. Sean Finnegan, who's on the show often, he's like, "Dude, come play Halo Five with our group." So, yeah. Yeah, and I guess he's the kind of person who plays like three games. He plays like CS:GO, mm-hmm. Halo Five. Yeah, and Destiny, right? But, yeah, I mean, this just does. <laughs> Maybe speak that's a to lot the, of Sean Finnegan's. It speaks to not only the the awesome post release support, but just the quality of the multiplayer game that Halo Five is, because you know, so this by by this being the biggest Halo player base since three, that means bigger than Reach and that's bigger crazy. than four. Mm-hmm. You know, that's two two major Halo multiplayer games that this that five is is now besting on as you. What duly pointed out, Marty, on a smaller installed base yeah. than, than what those two games had. So, um, man, I, what a great... It really is just a great multiplayer game. I think it's the best since 2. I mean, I've mm-hmm. said that many, many times. And if you're not playing Halo 5 multiplayer, fix it. Do it. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I mean... I played a round of SWAT two days ago. Rolling. God, it's so good. <laughs> so yeah, it just it feels really great. Just... What a fantastic uh, job by 343. And kudos to them for... The community responding. All right. What else? Oh, Connect. Hey, Marty. Hey. We did it. We, we're talking about Connect on Wait, this show. Wait, I want to look something up right now. All right. So well, please continue. Well, you do that. This is Connect based. Yeah. Uh, if you want a Connect, if you're planning on buying the Xbox One S console. When you're looking you, up, you could just say Xbox Bang. Xbox Bang. If you have a Connect. Let you Ryan want, say the that, news story. <laughs> if you want to annoy all of our listeners who have Connect. <laughs> By saying, that's why I said it quiet <laughs> and away from the mic. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the uh, the Xbox One S, as you would expect, is not including an, a Connect in the box. If you want one, which there are reasons to want one, namely the voice commands, it, I like voice, the voice commands, the interface I navigation. Those. Yeah, I love hate them though because sometimes they pop up when I don't want them to. Anyway, anyway, uh, it's not going to be easy or cheap to, uh, or, or at least convenient. So uh, the Xbox One S does not have a dedicated Connect port on the back the way the regular current Xbox One does. Instead, it requires a, a USB adapter. Now, if you Microsoft's already said that if you if you're upgrading, if you have an Xbox One already, you can mm-hmm. somehow get your hands on that adapter for free, which is great. Hmm. Uh, still, cool. a little bit of a hassle the fact that you have to request it, yeah, get it six at to all. eight weeks or whatever. But uh, okay, it's free. That's fine. But apparently, if you don't have an existing Xbox One and you just you want to connect with your Xbox One S, mm-hmm. it's going to be a $40 adapter, which sounds like highway robbery to me. $40 USB? Oh, and it has a power thing. That too. On That's top why it's of expensive. the fact that you have to purchase the Connect itself, also not a cheap device. They, I think they just like really... Bucks, right? Oh, it's more than that. I think it's 150 Ugh. They really don't want people to use Connects anymore, the do they? The thing that's bothering me the most is the fact that the Xbox One S is white 
and the connect is black. Just that in my head makes me really mad. Hold on, though. But to be in their defense, your TV is probably black. And it sits, That's and your connect probably sits on top of or just below your television. That is true. But it doesn't necessarily sit next to the console. Mine sits on top head. of my console. Because it has a very wide lens, so. Yeah. 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 Mine's okay. right on top of my TV. Okay. So. Mine's in my closet. <laughs> where it belongs. Uh, mine's in Australia. I finally had to unplug mine. I was a little sad. R.I.P. It Why? just, it kept thinking I said the word that triggers it. I'm not going to do it for <laughs> our listeners. But it kept doing that when I'm streaming. And I was like, all right, you got to go. Oh, you're ruining, yeah. and streaming. I'm doing footage capture while I do that stuff. So yeah. I'm just like, I, you're ruining my raw footage capture for IGN, you yep, know. Yep, so yep. get out Destin, of here. Destin, don't unplug you, me. <laughs> <laughs> you broke up with your connect. I miss it. I love the voice <laughs> command features. I'm it's a bad breakup. Turning it on is the best if you walk into yeah. a room and you just You say, say the command. I kind of, can we turn yeah. people's Xboxes on? No, oh, we've, we've, we've already done that. It annoys people. Yeah, that's been a very long-running thing, so don't do that. That's really Mitch would do Every that time I say, <laughs> that's so great. That's uh, fine. I can't understand my accent anyway. So, <laughs> I will say this: the thing, the, the note I wanted to make here is that we don't know what this process is going to be for both ordering the adapter and trying to get the free one if you're already if you're upgrading from an existing Xbox One. So, hopefully, before you actually spend money, we should see what the process is going to be, and maybe you can just say you're upgrading even if you're not mm. yeah it's worth a shot why yeah. not also uh you have a note here but the x supports cortana which means that if you have a headset you'll be able to do all those voice commands so if you walk around with a cool headset for the rest of your life then it's just fine you don't need to connect i wonder if it could like sync to a windows phone and you could give your xbox commands through a windows phone you're gonna go get a Who windows has that? phone true <laughs> All right, yeah. I want, I'm going to stick Cortana it to my Zoom. Want, a lot, I kind of borrow your Windows phone. <laughs> I'm not going to name any names. And first, first of all, I'm not disparaging the Windows phone. I'm sure it's great. But the reality is not a lot of people have it. I, a very, very prominent developer who I shall not name once told me they were making an app, a companion app for their game. And they were, they were asked, why, uh, why aren't you doing a Windows phone version? And they said, this is their, this, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm getting as close as I can. They said it would be cheaper for us to buy all of those people iPhones and send them to them than it would be to develop and support a Windows Phone version of wow. our companion app. That's crazy. That's the installed base situation. And that wow. developer for developers. Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> Fascinating. Uh, and now they can't afford to do that. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. We got the Cortana thing through the headset, mm-hmm. but obviously you can't just yell at that from anywhere in a room. I'm so. only talking to robots. I don't know. You guys, you guys are weird. They're not. It's not a robot. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a computer program. Everything is a robot. But not uh, robots are everything. I think robots the definition are. of robot is it has the move. So, no, absolutely not. You would not have been a Milo oh, and Kate fan had that. It game has that motorized made. parts, right? Robotics. You don't yeah. like talking to robots. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I was fascinated <laughs> by Milo and Kate. Like, I want to know what it's like if like, a, my, my robot companion dies. I want to see if I feel anything. Who, M- Milo and Kate? That was the uh, Peter, Peter Molyneux. Molyneux thing, like, when Connect, Connect project. was first revealed, that oh. there was this child named yeah. Milo and Kate. So I imagine when Lionhead shut down, like someone, there was the last server, and Milo and Kate were on this television. No. They were like, please don't. Please. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. So they passed away. Good times. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, robots. Yeah, or not? Right <laughs> Can that be the breakout? <laughs> Do so. we like robots? No. 
so yeah, be, be warned if you're planning on Breakout buying number two. an Xbox One S system <laughs> and you have an interest in Connect. Also, Sorry, Connect warned, segment. <laughs> be warned, 2073 is when the robot uprising will take place, evidently. I'll be I dead by then. Yeah, I think yeah. we all Or will. really close to dead and might as well be dead mm-hmm. at that point. Or I would be, what if you could be 93 years old at that point. No one wants to become a robot. This isn't that weird David Cage game. Will you become robots? Human. No, human. become human. Wait, not hey, too David, David. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's not confuse those two. Don't go down the diac road, oh, man. Like There's only darkness down that road. That. God. Uh, Detroit is, was one of my favorite games at E3. That game was That's awesome. That's real cool. It's got robots. I, it. I really wanted to play it. Uh, there you go. No one played it. It was just PC. Oh. Isn't that also a PlayStation game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, moving so on. So what? We're All allowed right. to like other games. That is true. Coexist. He's got it on his shirt. That's right. Right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's but about, that's but that's about fries and stuff. Don't worry. This one's a, uh, it's an allegory. It's the sequel. Nice. It's very cute. Thank you. I like that little smiley faces. I appreciate it. It's In and Out Burger and Five Guys, which are two Aww. dueling American burger chains that's that lovely. people. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> hey Alana, how many Pokemon do you have that you can evolve? I have. You try that again. That's it. Try that again. Stage two. Just anything else. <laughs> So, so Evolve is free to play. I'm going to press, press stop, and we're just going to go. Uh, so Evolve is uh, relaunching as a free-to-play game, which is titled Evolve, colon, stage two. <laughs> like, this is actually like a, really like a, like a, like a giant monster colon? Mm-hmm. Like, just spoilers. Evolve, and then it's the, the, this, this weird colon? bag yeah. of monster poo, organic. Monster nice. colon is a spoiler, and you will understand why someday. <laughs> Uh, okay. This evolve story is actually kind of heartwarming. They straight up said, "Hey, community, we effed up." They uh, totally and, did, and they publicly admitted that. And they said, "We're trying to make it right, and we're relaunching our whole brand. It's free, Look, free I to play." Buy that. Yeah, free to play. I think that's a hey. We probably would have made more money if we had made it free to play. Oops, I don't think it's like a nice community. It also their well, player base was like zero. To be fair, yeah. and then they made this announcement, and it was I'm trending on Steam. It can also yeah, yeah. be both. It can be that's like, true. hey. Like, we're getting, we totally could have had a better business model and made more money this way, but we also just admit we were, <laughs> we were yeah, wrong. Yeah, it can totally yeah. be good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the new Evolve, it repla- just completely overwrites the existing Evolve. Uh, it, you'll have instant access to any and all the content you've previously purchased right from the start, as well as additional rewards for your loyalty coming down the line. Yeah. So people that bought all that yeah. stuff, they're going to get... New extra bonus. Although I don't know anybody that paid fifteen dollars for a new monster, but uh, Vince anyway. Ingenito, maybe. <laughs> new players will have immediate access to a weekly revolving door of hunters and monsters, with plenty of ways to unlock characters of their choice for free through Evolve's new earnable in-game currency called Silver Keys. The relaunch also brings a slew of new gameplay and balance changes that could impact match pacing, specifically. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, oh, and also, Turtle Rock is looking to release four brand new hunters over the course of the first two months of the Stage 2. Why the hell is the currency called Silver Keys? I, I played a lot of that game. They've got to call it Silver Key. I mean, yeah, I know, that's all I think of as Fable. Yeah. yeah. Fable Legends uh, unlocking is the, yeah, Unlocking the... Uh, stage 2. The, the yeah. face doors. Yeah. I think... Yeah. They, what did they call it? They either called it the microtransaction or DLC shitstorm. That's that's what they call it in their press release. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what they called it. Yeah, yeah, using the street lingo mm-hmm. with the kids. Yeah, they really called it that. That's what they called it that. Wow. Yeah, and they and then they apologized. So anyway, uh, that's actually also a new monster coming down yeah. the road. Oh. Yeah, it's a tornado. It's of a hurricane. Yeah, yeah, a hurricane of, of, of tropical duty. De- it's a co- hurricane of duty. <laughs> tropical <laughs> depression of 
Marty, you yeah. and I played this. We really enjoyed the few hours that we spent with it, mm-hmm. you know, when we were at these events. But I think, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like speak we got a little burnt out I did. after the first few hours. Yeah. For was, me, that was enough for me. I understood what the product was, and I was good with the time that I spent with the ball. Yeah, the game previewed super well. We've, we've talked about this before. Yeah, Games that times. preview super well, mm-hmm. but have really long tails that, um, you know, you, maybe you, you uh, reveal a little too early, and then you have multiple preview events, and by the time the game comes out, I'm like, well, I've put like 15 to 20 hours into this, so I'm I didn't, yeah. I didn't play it often previews. Uh, yeah, we, played we played it, played it like for f- probably ten hours. Yeah, like just for yeah, we played a lot. Yeah, for IGN first yeah. stuff, we played yeah. at Gamescom. We did E3. Yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. E3. Um, I loved it when I first played it. Yeah, and I, I felt just, the same way about Titanfall. Like, I think it was a game mm-hmm. like a game that previewed yeah, me too. perfectly. Yeah, and then it came out and you're like, yeah, yeah. 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 I played um, Titanfall for a while. But yeah, I did too. Just, I played that more than a while. You had to. Yeah, there's people in the office who love this product. Vince loved it. I know James Duggan is a huge fan of Evolve. Um, so there, there is an audience there that wanted to like stick with it, and we're seeing that they're coming back. Yeah, yeah this I, is I mean, what might actually make it work? I, yeah. I do applaud them. I personally think this is probably too little, too late. I mean, I hate to be like Debbie Downer, Mister Pessimistic. The but, stats would say otherwise, though. Uh, well, I hope you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see if the stats stick. Yeah, just be that's, a novelty. Yeah. Uh, because it's like I feel like the gaming community is not. They're less likely to go back to something that they've already written off mm-hmm. for whether fairly or not. Uh, so, you know, and this game has kind of already got that label yeah. put on mm-hmm. it. But also, like, yeah, the stats the stats on Steam were a little weird because it was a lot like when we talked about Red Dead the other week and we are like, it was up 6,000% on Amazon. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, 6,000% of, yeah. yeah. Like, that's not, yeah. that doesn't mean anything if you don't have the core number. And the same thing if it's up X percent on Steam. It's like, well, if not a lot of people are playing at first. That's not super, yeah. you know, that's not mm-hmm. impressive compared to so Overwatch. 300%, maybe that's 300 yeah. people. Yeah. And then later we found out those stats of 6,000% isn't quite accurate. Like, with the way Amazon handles that algorithm it's a little yeah percentage different. stats to me are yeah are bs mm-hmm. also on that note apparently uh despite all the excitement for red dead being backwards compatible evidently the free roam multiplayer is pretty broken that's not good yeah. I'm, oh I'm, i haven't I'm, played it i'm hearing so yeah. free roam yeah the multiplayer so that's unfortunate yeah, but uh, the game looks great nevertheless it's there's so much single player content yeah, the game runs yeah. great it runs at a no. lock 30 all right very excited for this. A lot uh, of excited uh, for Turtle Rock. Also glad they're doing this. Letting Ryan move on now. Sorry. What? Are you okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were. You I was going to make a point about Turtle Rock and oh. just be say that I was happy for them, but I realized you were moving on. So then I was trying to pull it back, <laughs> and it was too late. The words like were um, Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't <laughs> Good for you, back. Turtle Rock, in the marketplace report. <laughs> well, we haven't it's, heard from Alana yeah. in a few weeks now. And there is a lot of weird, not necessarily weird, but a lot of things that you probably aren't familiar with, because I sure wasn't, that we can spend our money on this week. Uh, retail, we have Ghostbusters for $50. I mean, we do. It's trash. Shocking. It's hot trash. Uh, it is, yeah. You know, what it, kind of game is it? I think it's a... Um, is it top-down? Uh, yeah, I think it's a top-down A ghost-busting game. ghost-busting game. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I do want to mention with this real quick. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. This kind of reminds me, the, the age of... I mean, this is a traditional, evidently crappy licensed tie-in mm-hmm. but if we've noticed you notice that that market has pretty Dried much out. gone to mobile the yeah. last few years like yeah. if there's a crappy licensed tie-in it's a it's a 99 cent iphone game yeah marvel's this become like, really good with not releasing those you yeah know, we didn't have a phase two game i feel all. like this is uh like turning back the clock for the worse yeah. yeah like yeah i haven't played it but uh 
uh, Greg Miller, who is like the world's biggest Ghostbusters fan, yeah. like deplores that he just despises wow. this game. So, like, when was the last time that there was a game like this? A bad license, major license tie-in. I had to review Cap America: The First Avenger. That, I didn't, that one. So how many was years ago trash. was that? Like three I years ago. It at one up. Uh, so yeah, five years, years ago. ago. Five years ago. Um, the yeah, game wasn't bad, was but it was just okay. like, yeah, it was yeah mediocre. Yeah, it wasn't hot trash though. Like it's this goes. Like, there haven't been, been haven't been it wasn't, movie games. Wasn't offensively uh, bad. Is what I'm saying. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's it's Ghostbusters apparently is offensively bad. Yeah. <laughs> so um, like, who would buy it? Like the only thing around the movie, but you know. Maybe one of you guys can... Sh- Marty, you've got the laptop. I'm designating this for you. Do fans really want a Ghostbusters is, game? They do. They want mansion? the one made by Terminal Reality. That is was that good. One, that's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Is the 2009 Ghostbusters game backwards compatible? Can yeah, you play that? Check. Um, well, interestingly, the movie... Yeah. Uh, is pretty doing okay on Rotten Tomatoes. Surprisingly, I know it's I, doing pretty well. Yeah. The early reviews, anyway. Yeah, I think we gave it a six or a seven. Six something. High yeah, sixes. it's like okay. The Terminal Reality game is not backwards compatible. That is really oh, sad. Bust out your 360 and play it on that. Probably, I'm guessing. What kind of I wonder if that? Activision like put the kibosh on it if it even was. Oh like, yeah. You like you're you a Ghostbuster. You're a new Ghostbuster, and yes. you go I around. I want Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, just go play it's Luigi's sort of, Mansion. It kind of yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Uh, and also, the original cast is in it. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah, cool. that's yeah. It. yeah, they were sort of marketing it almost as Ghostbusters 3-ish. Yeah. Wow. It was really good. It was actually a very, very that good game. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, so is Luigi's Mansion. Um, in other news and games that aren't so good, we have uh, digitally Song of the Deep for $15. Yes. Oh, Alana's favorite. Alana's game of the I year. I really don't like this game. Alana really doesn't like it. I just sort of don't like it. Uh, I gave it a six. I thought it's uh, Insomniac's smaller downloadable game. It's the uh, first game published by Game Trust, which is GameStop. Game game Trust is the name of GameStop's oh, really? publishing company. I just yeah. off that. on the right foot. Uh, yeah, and so that's the publishing arm. That's also they acquired the rights to a Tequila Works game. Sounds which like we, we should game be wrong. trust them. Oh, if this game is uh, a six. Dang. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's an underwater Metroidvania. The uh, aesthetic is really cool. It's this uh, sort of painterly Celtic fairy tale with really good music and uh, really like the art and the awful? VO. Uh, it's not awful. It's a six. It's terrible. Um, okay. Why I don't know if I've ever heard anything described okay. as painterly Celtic. <laughs> That's painfully Celtic. Yeah, that's how I that's how I uh, get the girls. What are the um, rough bits? It's a Metroidvania, but the controls aren't good, and the uh, it's, puzzle, it's inaccurate. The physics and the puzzles are uh, obtuse, and the controls actively work against you in combat and in puzzle scenarios. Which yeah. um, Metroidvanias are traditionally about movement. Also, no games handle underwater movement super well, especially two D games. Like those are yeah, the least fun parts of a Mario game. Yeah, and so Echo the Dolphin, son. Dial it back. Man, I'm not good at making a dolphin noise. That was not. This one part where I had to like, I had to pull a lever to open a gate that wasn't near me, and then throw something and through, throw that through that gate. Yep. That took so yep. long. I was doing just that because at I couldn't event. detach and I couldn't like throw the thing. And it was at ugh. a preview event. I was doing that in front of Ted Price, who runs Insomniac, and <laughs> I just kept being like, I'm, "I promise you, I'm good at games." <laughs> I did the I same played, thing. I, Dark Souls. I felt like I was really bad at that game when I first started playing it, and then I was like, "Wait, no, this game just doesn't want me to succeed." Just tell him. Did you just tell him it was stage fright? Like you just can't do it with him standing there sure like, sure you know, yeah it happens to a lot like of in the bathrooms besides <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, being pretty i don't understand why people liked echo the dolphin talking about good underwater games it was i think like, it was for me i'm just like new. you're a dolphin like it's weird to me i i and i say that for the like main being donkey kong yeah. but you're like eh, it's a dolphin but i can talk about why i like you're that so game dolphinist. i can't talk about why like Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. Is I the can coolest. jump out of the water. Echo the Dolphin is some of the best atmosphere uh, yes. of a 2D platformer at that time. Also, it has the thing of, I keep bringing this up, but it's Sega Kids trying to validate their 
wrong purchase of having a Sega Genesis instead of a Super <laughs> yeah. Nintendo. Welcome to Genesis Cast. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the second week in a row I've played. Sonic's fantastic. You back off. Talking about Sonic 1 and 2. All right, I'll go play Mario World, guys. All right, digitally, you know what else you can play, Monty? Sonic 1 through Knuckles is great. I like how I'm like the one who I'm like, I'm so actively against the idea of a console (laughs) war, but I only only like that one console war (laughs) during the the Bush senior administration. (laughs) Hey, speaking of consoles, digitally, you 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 can get the Solus Project for $15. K-Y-U-B for $20 or free it's cube. 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 Get it? It's spelled weird. Ah, quirky. <laughs> uh, video ball for $10. Fru for ten oh four. Hold on. Talk about that. Wait, hold on. What? What? This is a Kinect game. Oh, Fru. So Fru is the thing yeah. I want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Fru, uh, yes, it is a Kinect game. Uh, and I think it might be the last great Kinect game. Uh, I played it at a preview event uh, like two years ago. Or just came the out. last Kinect game. Which is <laughs> one or the other. Uh, but it is a uh, 2D puzzle platformer, which is, that's my brand. Yes, that's true. Um, but you use, uh, you use the Kinect. Your shadow in the Kinect over the screen creates an alternate dimension where platforms might exist or might not exist, or gravity might be different, or items mm-hmm. might only exist in your silhouette. And so you're playing this platform but having to physically use your body mm-hmm. to sort of explore the screen and solve puzzles and, and sort Marty, of create a we, path for your character in order to get to the did end Did we screen. play this at PAX? Like, we play, uh, yeah. I played this at... Uh, a GDC Indie Event 2015, which you might okay. have been at. Yeah. Um, um, it also looks kind of complicated, though. I was watching a gameplay demo. It's like you have to get a button that's on the far right of the screen and also like uh, cover the uh, platform. So you have to like stick your leg out. And it's like a game of Twister mm-hmm. or yeah. like weird like yeah, yeah. yoga like light. Twister. Yeah. yeah, it looks really cool. Um, yeah, we want to do a let's play this. When, when was the last plug in your Connect? No, uh, there, we've we, we <laughs> talked about there was some random little Connect game just Not recently, yeah. actually, a couple weeks ago. But they are very few and far between. Fru and far between. Hey. Oh my goodness, oh, you can that was stay. Good. Thanks, you man. can stay. Also, uh, <laughs> Xbox One S owners are going to have to really pony up to play yeah. this game. Yeah. The yeah, cost of the cost game is you, nothing. Uh, $10.04 plus $170. So it's, it's actually a $50 $40. game because you gotta, uh, you got to buy if you're, you know, Excluding the system and the Connect. You gotta, so if you want to play it on uh, Xbox One S, it's going to cost you like $200. Worth it. They're, they're going to do something. $200? $190 to use a Connect. That seems ridiculous. Yeah. Um, we also had Pharaonic. Pharaonic? I think you had it right the first time. Pharaonic for $16. I stared at that one for a few minutes, too. Pharaonic, maybe? Pharaonic. It's probably yeah. about the pharaohs. Just uh, guessing. Throwing yes. that out there. Yes. <laughs> or it's about Sonic, to bring it right back to that. I doubt that. <laughs> oh, Muddy didn't say anything. That's great. All right, moving on. Uh, we have Sonic Snooka Nation. Mario. <laughs> Snooka Nation Championship uh, for $6. Another billiards five. game, baby. My life. Can't it's have enough of those. Preview? Does anybody know what Snooker is? Snooker's and like what's better? Oh, yeah, what be- the only thing and better than anybody a... actually played it? Not yet. I mean, I've okay. played Snooker, the real game. Yeah. I've never played Snooker, the video game. And, and it's, that it's an game. unfinished Snooker game. To, it's it's, it's in game preview. preview so wow! If you really like your snooker. snooker feedback, can go into <laughs> Snooker World Championship. You can become titular hero Snooker World Champion. What if this is the next free game? Next pool Snooker nation. was the rejected uh, <laughs> Sega mascot before Sonic came along. Snooker got to go fast. <laughs> snooker sounds like a bad word. You're not supposed to say. No, you can say Snooker. It's fine. I just think of Snooker, so it's yeah. Uh, we also have Rivals of Ever, which is another game preview. It's fifteen dollars or free trial. Super Mutant Alien Assault, which is $8, and Anarchute, which is $15. All right. You know how, like, games have, like, you need a pass certification to get a game made? Like, yeah. It needs to work. Like, yep. You should have to pass name certification. 
It should be like, all right, this name's stupid. Stop Anar- doing this. See, Anar- that, cute. I could do neat. that job. Like, I don't know how sounds to make cute. games at all. Yeah, but, but I like, I could something. do. I could one hundred percent be the arbiter of of game names. Anar- all games. Cute paints a picture. Is that the one you have a problem with? Anar- I have a problem with all of these except for Fru because <laughs> Fru gave me some hot goofs throughout the segment. You don't like video ball. That's uh, so I actually played some of those at packs out there. Not half bad. <laughs> Getting that stare down. <laughs> In the marketplace. <laughs> uh, July Games with Golds. We have the Banner Saga 2 all July long. You should totally check that out. And Tumblestone, July 16th to August 15th. I would reject Xbox that name as well. One. An interesting choice for the second half of July. Mm. Uh, Game we name have Sheriff. Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Heck yes, from July 1st to 15th. Wait, so when, is this, when does this go up? You still got time? Uh, yeah, you still got like this? a day and a half. Yeah. 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 By Friday. I got to download it. And Tron Evolution, July 16, 231. That game's not too bad. Why Tron? Why now? It's interesting. I don't know. Sometimes yeah, it's New movie. Sometimes they just reach into a, like, I feel like they reach into their toy box and they're just like, yeah, this will do. Tron? Yeah. yeah, kids love that. <laughs> um, Dark Souls 1. Give us Dark Souls 1. That would be cool. But yeah, the Bounty Saga 2 and Rainbow Six Vegas 2 are, are both things that I And Tumblestone is a thing so. that we don't know that we should probably look at. I heard it involves uh, stones tumbling, actually. Mm. Yeah. Please stop. <laughs> Damn. Like the audio All listeners, right. basically, uh, Marty is bullying me. So. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, negging. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> All right, let's finish strong here on Lock Block Trivia Time. This one comes to us from a longtime listener. His name is Reggie Watts. Woo. He's going to get himself a video game. For this question that he submitted, which is, of course, piggybacking on the backwards compatibility release of Red Dead Redemption, what are the names of John Marston's wife and son? Who remembers? Anya and JD. Aww. Martha and William. <laughs> Martha. Why did you say that name? <laughs> I love that you both went there instantaneously. <laughs> That's what I thought immediately. <laughs> Elaine and Marcus, or Abigail and Jack, do you all remember? Yes. I just, yes, re- I just, I remembered, I just remembered the name of his son. That's Me how too. I remembered it. I didn't yeah. remember the name of his you know wife. What, are you circling? Yeah. Doing your thing? Everybody's the same. Okay. I picked the same one. We all suck with that D? That's a D. That's oh, a D. I thought you were circling really badly. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I circled the free trial. Uh, yeah, I just remember his son was named Jack. Yeah, I remember that too. I was thinking, what is it? Jack Marston? Uh, yeah, it's Mar- definitely not Marcus or William. So, I thought William might be it because that's a very Western name. That's but very Western. then Martha, I'm like, oh, that's a red herring for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, well, not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> you are all indeed correct. So well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. It's Abigail and uh, wife Abigail and son Jack. So Am we I will. like super far behind now since I've been away for a while? No. Yeah. Let's be real. I'm awful at this game this year. You're not out of the running, though. You're all out of the I'm running. pretty far behind. Well, I'm no. beating Sean. That's fine. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and almost beating the ghost of Mitch. Almost. Almost. You Getting don't want to Maybe I should just not answer anymore and out of respect for Mitch. <laughs> I can't believe he passed away. <laughs> he was a good boy. He was a real good boy. He was a good boy. Who's a good boy? You are, Mitch. You are, Mitch. <laughs> you are. Now you're at a nice farm up north in Montreal. <laughs> Probably a if, giant if Australian spider corpse right now. Where's Mitch now? Oh, he went up north to a nice place. Yeah, north of the <laughs> wall. Basically, he went back to Canada. He's a yeah. White Walker now. Oh, he went back home up north. All right, let's be honest. We've okay, all seen Mitch. He's always been a White Walker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we not jinx it though? Hey, he's more of a of a 
translucent walker. Mm-hmm. Like, you can kind of see through his organs and yeah. through his skin. Yeah, little, yeah it's yeah. weird. You yeah. see his innards. I like Mitch. He shows up cool. and gives you hugs at the office once in a while. <laughs> so every now and again. a nice day. Uh, if you want to win some sort of Xbox video game that are kindly uh, donated by you guys, the listeners. Also, maybe a hug from Mitchie D. Possibly. That could be a, there could be a bonus hug involved. Uh, send your Xbox-related trivia question along with four multiple-choice multiple answers, noting the correct one, to unlocked at IGN.com. Lunchtime, folks. Mm-hmm. Let's get the F out of here. We're not going to be here next week. You're not, not going to be here. Well, next I'm week. not going to be here, going next, to be here week. next week either. Looks like it's me, you, and the shark. Do we want to? I don't know think. I don't, is he going to be here? <laughs> is Sean going to be here? Where are you going? Comic Con. Comic Con. Oh yeah. San Diego Chum Chum. I don't know if Sean's going to be here. Panel, well, if anyone wants to come check it out, I'm here. I'll do the show by myself if I have to. I'm here. All right, good. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, we're going to be at Comic Con. If you're there, say hi to us. Uh, Alana is on a panel from an IGN Thursday, panel. Day six to seven. I'm pretty sure. Also, uh, there will be, as you mentioned earlier, some. Xbox activity there. Yeah, so definitely. We yeah. will uh, see Xbox coverage from you Xbox guys coverage, on IGN. Yes, it's going to be uh, a lot of the same games we saw at E3, but different angles, a lot of new footage. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be up uh, over probably over the weekend, next Excellent. weekend. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, Alana's going to be on a panel. I'm in talks of hosting a video game panel, which I can't talk about yet, but I'll Ooh. post on Twitter, which would be nice. really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Great. very exciting. Yep. Yeah. Start with the plugs. Go, Marty. Uh, you can follow me uh, on everything at McBiggity, two Gs and two Ts. Uh, read my Song of the Deep review. Um, I'm also on Podcast Beyond, which is our PlayStation podcast where we sometimes talk about PlayStation. Um, and then also check out, uh, going up very soon, is our final part of our making of Final Fantasy 15 documentary. Nice. Which is a very good really documentary. Really great series of content there. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was very proud of it. Alana? You can also find me on all things at Charlonzod. Uh, Except on Pokemon Go. <laughs> Ironically. On Pokemon Go because someone else took my time. Um, I just uploaded a vlog where I met a new puppy on my personal YouTube channel. If you would like to check that out, I think it's all very cute. You drive a hard bargain. Well, and the dog's name was Butterscotch, really correct? Cute. dog's name is Taco. Oh. Butterscotch is a way better name. He's an name. eight-week-old Labrador, and he's very chubby. Does he, does he look like a taco? Taco. Taco? Oh, I Tucker. heard, I heard Tucker. Taco Thank, as well. Thank you, American I heard Taco voice. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I spent enough time That's with Alana where I'm yeah. just like, no, I heard Tucker. Yeah, Tucker. Tucker. He's full of meat. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe some lettuce. Tucker. Crunchy <laughs> shell. That all makes sense. Oh, he's really cute. Um, but at the moment, because everyone's gone crazy about Pokemon Go, I'm also working on a really cool um, Pokemon cosplay roundup, which is awesome, and nice. a cool Pokemon toys roundup. Do you find that you have to like speak in American, <laughs> basically sometimes with an accent? My middle name, uh, oh no! If I spell my last name mm-hmm. um, to someone like on the phone, I always have to say P E A R. Oh, you, you Valley Girl! The way bit. that I do it is R, and they're like, "What are you? Is are, you okay? are you? Are you Yanni? Oh, what is that? <laughs> That's okay. I speak it like normal speak and people you still get my name normal? i don't you know what they're called wow. Yeah. wow i don't have an accent just, or anything and nobody can spell my name you have right an american accent you totally okay. other was, americans that was can't like racist against australians right not, there i speak normal. not what i meant also <laughs> there is without no, an accent also everyone in america an has an accent like okay. no matter where you're from oh. like you could tell if you're from the midwest i'm doing a really i'm doing a very terrible job at explaining this if i speak to another american who Speaks like I do. <laughs> they also can't spell my name. You're so xenophobic. Oh my god! This is not how I meant any of this how to come do, out. How do people spell your name? D U S D I S. My name is probably because spelled. they haven't heard your name before. I'm like, my name's Destin. D E S T I N, and they're like, okay, Dustin, it is David. All right, Darnston, <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, you're just not even trying. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Dustin, if you could promote your stuff yeah. now. <laughs> if you sorry want to watch a much less embarrassing show, well, not by much. But anyway, you can check me out live on twitch.tv slash the Destin channel and youtube.com slash the Destin channel. Also, yes, channel spelled C H U N N O L. That's a London thing. Channel. Yes. On IGN, it's just Pokemon Go for the rest of my life. A Twitch channel. Twitch channel. Like that. Sorry, Dustin. Go ahead. On IGN, it's just Pokemon Go right now. Like, we're all hands on deck for Pokemon stuff. Not so, this hand. Yeah, I'm producing a bunch <laughs> I of I got both my hands on Pokemon Go. Nice. Double fist in the Pokemon Go. Oh, good. That game is like a phenomenon. Like, on IGN. Oh, my goodness. It's... We couldn't believe how many people are using our wiki, which is great, yeah. by the way. IGN.com slash wikis. And a lot of the videos I'm making are ending up in there because they're all like little help based things. So, if you happen to be an Xbox fan playing Pokemon Go, check it out. Which cool. I know a lot of people are because in the uh, Facebook group. A bunch of people yeah. are making Pokemon Go topics, and a small vocal minority is very upset at that. But don't worry, because in two weeks, no one will probably be talking about this. <laughs> no, but I kind of love it's the too way big that it is walking here right now. Go away. Now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I never thought that at some point in my life that I would get to work on Pokemon content for a whole week. Like, surely in the 90s that would happen, but right now, aside from two previews tomorrow, yeah. everything I'm doing is Pokemon, and it's the best. The game's just kind of amazing in, in a different way that it forces you to go outside. People are meeting each other. People yeah. are conversing more. It's it's taken gaming outdoors and implemented into it into traffic. In a, in a, implemented in a cool way. There are some safety concerns with people driving and playing yeah. it. But I met my yeah. son for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we ran into each other on the Embarcadero, both trying to catch a, a like, doo doo. And then you're like, yeah. "Can you pop a leer already? Come on." Yeah, <laughs> you have the money. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's uh, rich. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I think I'm the only one not. Doing Pokemon things, I'm, uh, as usual, at IGN, living in the future, working on future planning things. I'm sending Marty to all kinds of places. You're sending me somewhere. Uh, I'm actually. sending you somewhere mm-hmm. soon. Uh, I totally to, booked my plane ticket, like you told me please to. Please do that. Uh, <laughs> I will say, so I mentioned this on Twitter yesterday. It's just kind of a slow news week, so I was like, what the hell? It's already done and in the can. Nothing could possibly go wrong at this point. Robbie Bach, the original chief Xbox officer, is my... Uh, IGN unfiltered guest for the month of July. Yay. That's going to post on whatever, I think it's the 26th, the last Tuesday of the month, just steering clear of the Comic-Con stuff. Uh, we had a really interesting conversation. He wrote a, he wrote a book that I read. That's right. That's awesome. Um, that was, I wish all my guests would write books because it makes, a lot, makes it a lot easier to prepare for the interview. He wrote A Song of Ice and Fire. He did. Mama, Robbie Bach, Robbie Bach, <laughs> Chief Xbox Officer. That's really good. That's good. Like that. uh, so stay tuned for that. And then, uh, oh, I reviewed Carmageddon Max Damage, which is out for Xbox One. Not super good. I love the originals. This is not uh, that great. So check out that review. Are you making a Pokemon? <laughs> Damn it, Marty. Anyway, I need my phone to catch him. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. I do a Tesla podcast if you like cars, and that's pretty much it. So for Destin, Marty, and Alana, welcome back, by the way. Thank you. So nice to see I feel like I haven't seen you in a year. because You won't been, see her next week. Won't see you next yep. week. Yeah, I just got to rip. That's why we have now. We have to live in the now. Yeah. But now is over. Maggie was here yesterday. She was. was. You missed it. No, she no, didn't I miss it. Yesterday. She was here. <laughs> Taco was here, too. Taka. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Butterscotch.
there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.